Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody. Happy Friday. Glad we've made it to the end of another week. Hope everybody is safe and well and practicing their social distancing. Gil Martin here. Glad to be with you on the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. And we do have a lot to talk about. Some more uh, great moves by the Islanders in the community. We'll discuss the latest with that. We'll also discuss Jordan Eberle and what he's got to say about the potential continuation of the Islanders' season. We will look back at a big uh, game against the Rangers that saw the Islanders really slug the Rangers, and, and it was a milestone victory for the Islanders franchise on this date in Islanders' history. And we'll take a look back at Anders Lee and his career on the seventh anniversary of his first NHL goal. Don't forget, if you have a question or a comment or a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email. You can send us that by the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. You could also leave us a message on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars. N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and uh, we'll keep you up to date on all the latest goings-on in the world of the New York Islanders. All right, let's get started here. First off, gotta say that I'm impressed, more than anything, by the way the New York Islanders organization has really stepped up and contributed during this difficult time to the people that are on the front lines fighting the COVID-19 virus and trying to make things better for people throughout Long Island and the New York metropolitan area. On yesterday's show, you know, we mentioned the uh, delivery of pizzas that the Islanders organization had paid for uh, and sent to workers uh, at the hospital in Manhasset, Northwell uh, Hospital in Manhasset. So the doctors, nurses, hospital staff all got free pizza courtesy of the Islanders organization. And then today uh, it was uh, shown that the Islanders players had donated 3,500 N95 masks to the staff at Northwell Hospital in Manhasset. And again, 
this is what a good corporate citizen does in difficult times. And the Islanders organization, in this case, the Islanders players, stepping up, leading by example, putting their money together, buying these masks, getting them to the workers at the hospital, and whether it's the doctors, nurses, patients, whoever it is that needs those mass visitors, uh, if there are any visitors these days, uh, really helping out those on the front lines of the fight against the COVID-19 virus. So uh, great assist, as I said on Twitter yesterday, for the Islanders players and the Islanders organization, basically putting their money where their mouth is, so to speak, getting involved and helping the people who are on the front lines of this very difficult fight uh, against the COVID-19 virus. So that was more than uh, encouraging to hear. And just, again, it makes you feel good to be an Islanders fan. Meanwhile, uh, an interview on NHL.com by uh, Brian Compton, who does a great job of covering the Islanders for that website. And in it, Eberly basically indicated that, yeah, he's for continuing the season if and when that becomes possible. His quote, I'm for it. I'm for playing later into the year. That being said, I don't know at what point do you cut it off. I need to resume a full season next year, and you need to have that time and that rest too. It's such a fine line. The further we go, and to keep pushing it back, and you keep hearing these stipulations that it's going to run into June, July, I think at some point there has to be a date where you say, okay, the season is lost, and we start recuperating for next year. As of right now, I think everybody's mindset is that we do want to play the playoffs. You work hard, you work this hard all year, you play that many games and you're in the hunt, and then the season's just done. That's tough. You work all season long, all previous summer long to have a shot to win the Stanley Cup. Because of certain events that are out of our control, you can't do that, and it's hard. So, Eberly, I think more or less saying what's on most people's minds right now. And that is that you want to have a continuation. You would love to have the playoffs get underway if and when that becomes possible. But at the same time, uh, there is a point where it would have such a detrimental effect on the ability to start next season on time. And there are things that really are beyond everybody's control. And the other thing about this interview with Eberly that I found interesting, it so humanizes him, uh, reminds us that hockey players are just like us in a lot of different ways. They're just exceptionally good at hockey. But here's the quote about being, you know, stuck at home all the time. Some days I can't sit still at home. I'm jittery. I'm running up and down the stairs to get something. I'm going a little bit stir-crazy. We have a gym in the basement, so I try and keep motivated to work out as much as I can. But when there's no clear-cut date on when the season's starting, sometimes the focus can get lost. But the baby's doing a good job of keeping us occupied. Arguably, this was the best time possible for her to be born, 
I can't think of another time when I'd have this much time for her. So, you know, Jordan Eberle trying to deal with this situation just like the rest of us, and uh, hopefully he will get back to work as soon as possible. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Islanders is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Islander fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Islander fans in a predominantly male audience that is well-educated and has disposable income, then let's put your company right here on Locked On Islanders. Local fans love to support local businesses. So text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Right, when we come back, we will talk about the captain, Anders Lee, on the seventh anniversary of his first NHL goal. We also have this date in Islanders history, a milestone win against the Rangers, and a lot more to come. Stay with us right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. I right, welcome back to the Locked On Islanders podcast. A quote from Lou Lamarillo, the Islanders general manager yesterday, uh, Lamarillo explaining that he's still optimistic that there will be hockey this season, that it will, the NHL will find a way to complete it. The quote, I'm extremely optimistic that we will play at some po- time as far as this season, whether it's in June, whether it's in July, whether it's in August, I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking in my mind, knowing that we will play and using this time to get ready for that. But prior to that, the most important thing is everybody saying, staying safe and everyone doing the things in the best interest of their families because we're in a different world today. So, uh, no question, Lou Lamorello focused on the resumption of hockey, optimistic that that's going to happen, but obviously also concerned uh, in the meantime that all Islander fans, hockey fans, and all residents around North America and the world uh, keep themselves and their families safe. So that's the latest uh, quote from Lou Lamarillo, courtesy of Newsday. All right, so looking at uh, right now, we're going to talk a little bit about the captain, Anders Lee. Today being the seventh anniversary of Lee's first NHL goal. It happened on his first NHL game, and uh, he was on a line with uh, Casey Sezikis and Matt Martin, and he scored the first goal of the game at 16-13 of the first period, beating Andre Pavlich of the Winnipeg Jets to make it one to nothing. Islanders, Islanders winning that game by a score of 5-2. Uh, it Basically, it was a short side goal 
for Anders Lee. And look, Lee has come a long way since then. And we've discussed several times on this podcast uh, last week, if you didn't hear my interview with Gary Harding of WGBB Radio, that was a five-part interview. And realistically, you know, one of the topics we talked about was Anders Lee and the kind of leader he is, how Lee has really been a captain in, you know, his high school football team at Notre Dame, where he played his college hockey, now with the Islanders. He is the kind of guy who leads by example, who is involved with the community, and who really does a lot of good things on and off the ice. And you look at a guy like Lee, and he really you know, his contribution to the team far exceeds straight numbers. Right now, as of the time that the season was, you know, postponed or suspended, Lee, third on the Islanders with 20 goals, third on the Islanders with 43 points. He is a plus eight on the season. And again, just one of those players that no matter where you put him, no matter how you go about it, he is a guy that the teammates respect, his teammates look up to, and he is the kind of player that does make the players around him better. Now, look, the 20 goals this year is a little bit behind the pace that you would like to have him at. And his shooting percentage is below where it usually is. Uh, You know, he is scoring on 10.3% of his shots this year, whereas in the past, last year, for example, when he scored 28 goals, the shooting percentage was 13.7. The 40-goal season that he had in 2017-2018, the shooting percentage was 19.2%. His overall career shooting percentage is more or less what it was at in 2018-2019. It's 13.8. So, for whatever reason, he is below that percentage. And it's ironic because his shots on goal are up per game. He has 195 shots on goal as of right now in 68 games. Last year, 204 in 82 games. The year before that, 208 in 82 games. The year before that, 191 in 81 games. So Lee is getting more shots, but they're just not going in this year. And, you know, he's still battling in front of that goal, trying to fight for position, get those tips, get those rebounds, screen the goalie, uh, get the goalie off of his game. But for whatever reason, and sometimes it is just, you know, streaks and slumps and a little bit of luck, But Anders Lee, not quite at the same pace that he was at in the last three seasons, really. Uh, Probably, if they play the rest of the season, he ends up with 24, 25 goals. That's more or less the pace that he's on right now. And look, he could get hot down the stretch. But the other thing about Anders Lee... Right now, he has already tied his career high, and he's done it twice before, with six game-winning goals. Here is a guy who just is very much clutch and does come through 
when the Islanders need him the most. And that is another one of those things that, again, he is more than the sum of his numbers. And that is always an encouraging thing to see when you're talking about a player. If the Islanders are able to get that sniper, I could even see Anders Lee's statistics increasing. He's always been more of a goal guy than an assist guy, but look, if the if the sniper or the 30-35 goal scorer plays on a line with Lee, that would probably boost his assist and goal totals, and if it's not on a line with Lee, the new player that the Islanders hopefully bring in next season, then the Islanders, you know, the opposing teams won't be able to concentrate solely on slowing down and checking Lee and his line mates, and again, the result is more numbers for Anders Lee. So going forward, we have to see what he does. But again, Anders Lee on the anniversary of your first NHL goal, a salute by us and by Islanders fans. Thank you for all you do for this franchise on and off the ice. All right, we're going to step aside when we come back. We will look back at a milestone win for the Islanders over the Rangers More to come right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. All right, time for this date in Islanders history. We take you back to April 3rd, 1976, just a couple of months away from our, or three months away from the bicentennial celebration. And the Islanders at this point were a team on the rise. They faced the New York Rangers before 14,000. 865 fans at the Nassau Coliseum. That, my friends, was a sellout back then. The goaltenders to start it off, John Davidson in between the pipes for the Rangers, battling Billy Smith, the goaltender for the Islanders, and the Islanders got on the board quickly and often in this game. Brian Trottier, just 21 seconds in, Gets his 31st goal of the year. And remember, this was the Islanders' next-to-last game on their schedule in 75-76. Trottier is 31st from Jerry Hart and Dennis Potvin, just 21 seconds into the contest. Then, Billy Smith of the Islanders off for elbowing just 50 seconds into the game. And the Islanders get a shorthanded goal. The captain, Ed Westfall, his 25th. From Lorne Henning at at 132, and at that point, the Rangers had seen enough. John B. Ferguson, who was coaching the team, pulls John Davidson, puts in Doug Sotart. Well, that didn't help at all. The Islanders just kept on scoring. J.P. Parise, his 22nd from Dennis Potvin and Jude Druan at 453, and less than five minutes into the game, 3-0 Islanders. Billy Harris adds to it just a little more than two minutes later. His 31st from Hart and Trottier at 7-19. And it's 4-0 Islanders. Jerry Hart gets a goal of his own. His 6th from Andre St. Laurent and Bob Nystrom at 18-17. And it is 5-0 Islanders. All of this before you could possibly blink. The Rangers finally do get on the board. 
at the 1842 mark of the opening stanza, Pat Hickey. His 14th from Rick Middleton, and it was a 5-1 to hockey game. But just if you thought the Rangers were going to get a little momentum with that goal with just a minute 18 left in the period, Billy Harris gets his second of the game with 28 seconds left in the opening period. It's unassisted, and after 20 minutes, the Islanders led 6-1. to The six goals, a new Islanders franchise record for goals in a first period. In the second period, the Islanders add to the lead. Jean Potvin feeling left out. He scores his 17th of the season. St. Laurent and Billy McMillan with the helpers at 444. And after 40 minutes, it was 7-1 in favor of the Islanders. By the way, at the start of the second period, John Davidson returning to the Ranger goal because Doug Sotart was not effective at all. In the third period, the Islanders would again add to their lead. St. Laurent, his ninth from Dennis Potvin at 4.49, and it was now 8-1 to in favor of the Islanders. The Islanders take a penalty. Dennis Potvin off for tripping at 7.51, The Rangers get their second goal of the game on the ensuing power play. Future Hall of Famer Phil Esposito, his 35th from Rick Middleton at 8 minutes and 30 seconds. And suddenly it was 8-2, but the Islanders, they kept putting it, pouring it on, basically. Dennis Potvin, his 31st from Trottier at 12-16. And then in the final minute of the game, Clark Gillies unassisted his 34th at 19.06, and the final score, Islanders 10, Rangers 2. With the win, the Islanders get their point total for the season up to 101, and they become the fastest expansion team in NHL history to top the 100-point mark, doing it in just their fourth year in the National Hockey League. As far as multiple point games in this one, well, let's see. Jerry Hart, a goal and two assists. Dennis Potvin, a goal and three assists. Two goals for Billy Harris. Brian Trottier, a goal and two helpers. Same for Andre St. Laurent and the Islanders, by the way, uh, just pouring it on right there. And they get the 10 goals In just 34 shots, Billy Harris led the way with six. Clark Gillies and Dennis Potvin each had four. And as far as plus-minus was concerned, how's this? Dennis Potvin, in this game, a plus-eight. Jerry Hart, a plus-seven. So, pretty impressive. Meanwhile, for the Rangers, uh, Steve Vickers... Carol Vadney, they were at the bottom of it, along with uh, Vickers, Vadney, and Phil Esposito, each minus five in this game. Chico Resch came in to finish this game because it was so out of hand, but at the end of the day, it was all New York Islanders. They skate away with a 10-2 victory. The Islanders would head back to the playoffs for the second straight year while the Rangers missed the playoffs for the first time in 10 seasons uh, in this date in Islanders history, April the 3rd, 
1976. All right, that is going to do it for us. I hope everybody has a great weekend ahead of them. Stay safe. Practice your social distancing. Wear a mask if you're going outside. Wash your hands. Take care of yourselves, everybody. This is not an easy time, but Islander fans, stick together, and we will get through it. And I'll be here with the Locked On Islanders podcast every weekday, Monday through Friday, to help you get through this difficult time. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Islanders. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NHL for a national perspective on the world of hockey. Have a great day and a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back Monday with a new episode of Locked On Islanders. Take care and let's go, Islanders.